from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans. What again? To the Hammer Down Racing Report for July 25th, Christmas in July. It is. You're listening to uh, one of our stations today, The River, with Christmas music. Really? You saw that. Pretty and exciting, that. Exciting show for you tonight. Uh, we're just a couple minutes behind because we were out in the parking lot eating. Today is the day of the uh, company picnic. Which so, is Christmas in and July. There, there's extra food out there, so if anybody's listening and you're in downtown Toledo, you might be able to just stop by the parking lot. Look, act like, look you, like you know what you're doing. That's and, it. Just and, walk right, yeah. uh, right up to the food table. Coming at you live from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Um, on Facebook, YouTube Live, Twitter, Periscope, we're on all of them. Uh, also, make sure to follow our new uh, Twitter. It's not really new anymore because we've been on it for Ish. since like March, I think. At Hammer Report is uh, the uh, username for our Twitter. Or you can listen on your favorite podcasting platform, including iHeart, iTunes, Google. On the show with us tonight, defending Dirt Car Late Model National Champion Rusty Schlank. We'll talk to him uh, mostly about uh, your run with the uh, Summer Nationals, which came to an end. I think you finished fifth in points, right? Unfortunately, yes, Rusty, we did. Are, are you on Twitter? I am not on Twitter. Oh, well, we can't tell people how to get a hold of you on Twitter. Then. I can't keep up on Facebook, let alone multiple well, uh, okay. social media pages. So we'll be talking to him about that and uh, that elusive win number 200. Oh, gosh. <laughs> also on the show tonight, uh, stopping by a little bit later, WTOL meteorologist Ryan Weekman will be joining us live in the studio to do the weekend weather pit stop and hang out with us because he hasn't gotten to do that but he's doing the uh, seven o'clock newscast on channel 36 right now so. you know if there's any food left he <laughs> he may be a little late he may yeah. stop out there and get some food i don't know uh make sure to give ron miller race cars a call 734-856-7223 race cars part safety equipment service my car's there getting fixed how'd that happen scott things happen it's called racing yeah that's what people tell me that's just racing right right rusty <laughs> yeah we've had uh we had a lot of those instances in our uh our pit lately here too so i think i've got three of the rsr cars in the shop this week getting framework done so but watching a video from a couple of weeks ago you didn't have to replace a roof <laughs> yeah that was close oh buddy. that was close i don't know uh, somebody's looking over for me on that one cause, somebody was uh, pushing the other way yeah somebody definitely pushed that one back down out of the heavens because i thought i was going over the fence uh, that was the one where you got up on two wheels and that was not two wheels that was zero in wheels. the air there was no wheel in the air the sideways yes okay and it came back down i've never four. been going 80 miles an hour at a 45 degree angle in the air and not flipped we'll put it that way i don't know how the heck that thing landed on all fours but, but he did come down pretty much on the throttle well, yeah. Well, there was, was no there other damage? way. Was there damage? Suspension uh, damage? A little bit. I mean, we just we found some stuff that was questionable and needed replaced and and bent a little bit. But I mean, for the most the part, the alternative it, would have been a lot worse. Yeah, I mean, it held up. Everything held together. We finished, we, the race. we finished the race. I think we finished fifth. I mean, we had a respectable run. It wasn't. Uh, it could have been way worse. <laughs> well, have your uh, hammer down racing report. Dirty thirty reminder. Have you heard about the the dirty thirty, Rusty? I have not. That's Sandusky Speedway, October third. We're rus- racing dirt on, it? Are they dirt, dirt on it. Dirt cars on the asphalt. Oh. No dirt on the asphalt. Just dirt cars. Gotcha, on the asphalt. gotcha. We're gonna gotcha. run late models. October third. It's a Thursday night. Oh, Nationals weekend. No, it's not. Nationals are the following week. I think. You sure? Pretty sure. Usually they're the first uh, weekend in October. Um, maybe. I don't know. We'll have to look into that. But we do know the Dirty Thirty is coming up on October third. It's in Dusky what's, Speedway. What's it pay? 
1,200 to win? $1 million minus about a $1 million. <laughs> 1,200 to win. Plus 1,200. And you, you don't have to buy any special pavement tires. Your, uh, any UMP legal tire or American Racer MD56. Hmm. In addition to late models, which are headlining, we're going to have the Fremont trucks and Oakshade bombers, uh, two-barrel for the bombers. And uh, we got another uh, another one signed up, John Young. Has, cool. Uh, added his name to uh, the, our bomber competitors. And uh, front-wheel drive cars as well. We're going to have uh, now, dirt versus asphalt. Now, Corey Gum said for sure he'll be there. I don't That's, know if he's signed up. but He didn't sign up, but, yeah, when I talked yep, to him, he he's, said he's going to be he, there. He will definitely be there. 800 so to we, win for them. Are Really? Yeah. I want to get one of them. <laughs> are we racing against asphalt late models, no, too? Sir. No. no, sir. Yes or no? I it's, got, I got two different no, answers here. Yeah. It's, it's, it's strictly dirt late models okay. on the asphalt. Huh. I have to look into that. It'll be 12, fun. 1,200 to win. This isn't one of those crazy where they're throwing stuff at you. No, no that, That's New Year's they're, Day. Okay. Well, no water balloons. They're not going to throw water balloons or bricks or Somebody did mention or, water balloons, but yeah, yeah we kind of nixed that idea. So, okay, no. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to be doing the show live from uh, the track that day as well, Thursday night. I'm not sure exactly what time we're going to be doing that. But uh, they got the high miler this weekend, a uh, big weekend for Sandusky Speedway. And uh, after they get through that, they're going to focus more on getting out all the rest of the details for the Dirty 30 event. The high miler is their, their big weekend for the Super Modifieds, which are a, it's a great show to watch. And they're racing tonight. I think it's uh, a dollar night, yeah. as a matter of fact. So we'll talk more about that a little bit later. So, again, if uh, you want more information on the uh, Dirty 30, visit HammerdownRacingReport.com. Uh, and also, if you... You want to uh, add your name to the list of drivers that are going to be there? There's a form that is linked. It's uh, at the top of our Facebook page. I got a pinned post there with a link to Sandusky. It's like sanduskyspeedway.com slash dirty30. Fill out the form, get your name, and we'll add you to the list. No obligation. doesn't cost you anything for that. Now, Danielle did verify that the Nationals are that weekend, but they've got they've got a, just a boatload of cars racing out of the Schlenk race shop, so it... Uh, well, I'm sure we can expect a couple of them. Well, we'll see how it goes. I don't. Uh, I don't plan on going back to the nationals this year anyway. After the, after what they pulled on us last year. So, um, I'm gonna add a question to my list uh, for later. What did they if pull we last don't, year? <laughs> <laughs> if they don't, uh, if we don't have to be there for points, uh, which it's not looking like we're going to. Mm -hmm. um, I think we're uh, we're so far out of the possibility to win the thing he's like 300 points out on us right now so and second place is about 300 back so if we don't have to be there then there's a good possibility we might show up there all right it, i guarantee it'll be a good time have you raced on asphalt before i have not uh just at that the only time i've not raced on dirt was that indoor deal yeah up in battle creek that we didn't get paid for at all <laughs> or where was that grand rapids battle grand creek? rapids grand yeah. rapids the devos center in grand rapids yep. chris the ill fate the ill fated mason dixon whatever it was don't get paid challenge that's it unless you were sleeper or yeah i think a couple the of those first wait they second, paid some people but first second and fourth got paid i got Where'd third and did not get paid <laughs> dan, Schlepp, dan sleeper now. got paid uh wayne chin got paid and jeep van wormer got paid because they were Who'd the, you piss off? they were the celebrities oh they got they got a paycheck we didn't how many didn't years ago was this i wasn't a celebrity then Oh, so, but you're a celebrity now. <laughs> no, but I can I can guarantee you I wouldn't have been leaving without any pay now. <laughs> Can't say I blame you there. Uh, your area racing roundup last weekend's uh, action, not a lot happened, and a lot did. 
but a lot was canceled because it was so hot. And we'll talk to Ryan Weekman about that too. Like, what the hell's going on with this yeah. weather? It's either raining all the time or it's five million degrees, <laughs> minus a few. <laughs> Close. Uh, canceled due to uh, the weather last week was Flat Rock uh, Speedway. The Stan Yee Memorial has been rescheduled for this weekend, uh, Saturday, as a matter of fact. I-96 was supposed to have uh, American Ethanol late model tour event, and that was canceled, and that will not be rescheduled. I read that. So, uh, racing that did happen, Limeland was in action. There was actually uh, not a lot of racing scheduled for last weekend. Both Attica and Fremont were off because of the Kings Royal, I believe. Right. So. But uh, Limeland uh, braved the heat. Jared Horseman did a, a pretty cool thing. He was uh, scheduled to start third in the NRA 360 sprint feature, uh, but he elected to start at the tail after NRA promoter Ron Hammonds offered him a $1,000 bonus if he could win from the tail. Actually, the story goes he offered $1,000 if either of the front row drivers would start at the tail and right. win. They both declined, so then I guess he offered 500 for the second row drivers, uh, of which Jared Horseman was one. Jared said, well, make it 1000 and I'll do it, and he did. And he won. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, nice. pretty cool. Th- that made for a good payday. <laughs> yeah, it yes, did. it did. Uh, Jerry Bowersock won the first, uh, won his first uh, modified feature of the year, and Jordan Conover was the Thunderstock feature winner. Oakshade Raceway uh, was in action on Saturday nights. A little bit delayed because of the heat, and then delayed more because of rain, which kind of, kind of sucked. But uh, uh, it was yeah. a tough night. We'll let it go at that. Yeah. <laughs> Tough night uh, for, for some drivers more than others, as a matter of fact. Ryan Missler was uh, leading the uh, feature, had a pretty good lead in the first, uh, like, five laps or so, and a lap car spun in front of him, and, uh, yeah, this is this is his in-car audio right after um, his, his accident there. That was a hard hit. God dang it. The race was ours, and lap car... Spins out in the middle of freaking track. Nowhere to go. What is the f***ing odds of that? God. That was edited from his, uh, his his videos he puts out every week. I'm so. impressed. I've never heard Ryan cuss. <laughs> I, I don't think anybody did. I'm I'm pretty sure he had him bleeped out. No, that's just the way he <laughs> Do you talks. think he bleeped him? Do you think his voice automatically yeah, bleeped him? He just, that's did the way they he have was to, talking. Yeah. They didn't have to edit that? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had that? Have you ever felt like that oh yeah all the time all the time how come you don't have a you're not mic'd up oh you don't want to hear what i say inside the car (laughs) you don't want to hear what he thinks inside the car yeah you really don't want to mic my brain that's scary (laughs) so uh steve kester took over and uh got the his first win of the season with uh, mr schlank finishing second why do we have to bring that up you could have just left that part out trying to because you're in the studio so i figured (laughs) i should probably at least mention that uh working on win number 200 too 200 yeah. as well That's <laughs> we'll go with that we'll talk more about that coming up uh, mike jessen was uh the sportsman winner at oakshade jeff folks jr went a second bomber a main of the year Corey gum also uh was a winner he racked up another compact feature and adam lance won the bomber b uh at eldora world of outlaws nasa energy drink sprint series uh spent the entire weekend there from uh, last wednesday because the uh, makeup race and then all the uh, king's royal stuff Brad Sweet, Donnie Schatz uh, traded the lead in Thursday's Joker's Wild feature. Schatz would win the uh, uh, night before the Kings Royal on Friday, and Sweet took uh, the big payday on Saturday, winning the $175,000 Kings Royal after taking uh, the lead from Logan Shuchard on lap 26. So that's a pretty good payday. What's your biggest payday you've ever had? 
Uh, for a race, 10,000, 10, 10, 10, 5, something like that. Okay. Uh, Lucas Oil Late Models, we're in action uh, Thursday, a week ago at I-80 Speedway. Jonathan Davenport took the uh, the lead from Brandon Shepard on lap 34 to get the win. Uh, preliminary races were held Friday night at I-80 Speedway for Saturday. is 5,300 to win ninth annual Silver Dollar Nationals in which Bobby Pierce would pick up his first Lucas Oil win of the season and perhaps the biggest win of his career. The series is off until August uh, 8th through the 10th when they head to Florence for the North-South weekend. World of Outlaws, uh, more action from those guys. They were at Lernerville on Speedway, um, sprint cars I should say. Uh, David Gravel claimed the uh, 25000 by winning his fifth series event of the season. It was uh, his second Don Mar- Martin Memorial Silver Cup win. Uh, coming up for the uh, World of Outlaw Energy Drink, NAS Energy Drink Sprint Cars is Williams Grove Speedway Friday and Saturday uh, for the Champion Oil Summer Nationals. World of Outlaw Morton Buildings Late Model Series. Jimmy Owens dominated at Davenport Speedway last night, setting quick time, winning his heat, and leading all but the uh, first two laps of the feature. It was the second series win of the year. They're going to be at Fairbury Legion, American Legion Speedway in Illinois tomorrow on Saturday for the Prairie Dirt Classic, and then Monday at the Plymouth Dirt Track in Wisconsin. Tuesday is the Sundrop Shootout at Shawano Speedway in Wisconsin, and then a week from tonight, is uh, the USA Nationals at Cedar Lake Speedway. Rusty, shouldn't you be in Illinois tonight? <laughs> Trust me, I wanted to. We're, uh, if, if we had a little bit better uh, a little bit better luck and had a little better handle on a race car right now, I definitely wanted to. Um, we had uh, Early in the year, we had a pretty decent car. I thought we were, uh, we were pretty good at Fairbury, so I was kind of actually looking forward to going to that deal this year. But now with uh, Barney Oldfield getting rescheduled for this weekend, it's kind of hard to pass up uh, that much money at our home track and – um and i and i 96 on friday you run exceptionally well up there yes and it's 1500 to win up there too friday night so we definitely run good up there and we've uh we lost the handle on that car well a couple of those races where i about flipped on the summer nationals we put that car through some stuff it shouldn't have been through so we've been fighting the handling on that thing ever since trying to figure out what's wrong with it so we went through that thing this week and uh, probably shouldn't go to Fairbury and unload with those guys with uh, not knowing where we're at. So figured we'd stay around here close. There's a couple tracks we know that we run good at and try and hopefully get that 200th. So you think you're ready for uh, this weekend? I hope so. I'm way more ready for this weekend than I was last weekend. I, I didn't even want to race last weekend. We were so bad. <laughs> well, it was hot, too. It was very hot. Uh, the Ollie's Bargain Outlet All-Star Circuit of uh, Champions will be back in action this weekend with four tracks in four days. Tonight, they're at the Plymouth Dirt Track in Wisconsin. Friday at uh, Jackson Motorplex in Minnesota. Then they're at Knoxville on Saturday and 34 Raceway, also in Iowa, on uh, Sunday. So four days, four tracks for those guys. That's a lot of traveling. Uh, well, it's nothing like nothing the Summer Nationals. Nothing compared to the Summer Nationals, right. though, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. this year wasn't. Quite oh, as, the traveling was just as bad. We drove oh, to yeah. every freaking racetrack. You just didn't but, get to race as much. Yeah, we just didn't get to race as much. We still got to travel the same amount. We, they never rained out. <laughs> just didn't pay quite before hot laps. Yeah. Chandler Smith led all 10 laps at uh, Iowa Speedway in ARCA action last weekend. It was the Benefits 150, and he won his fourth race of the year. ARCA heads to Pocono Speedway this weekend. It actually uh, is tomorrow, 4 o'clock. That race will be on Fox Sports 1. In NASCAR action, Christopher Bell led all but uh, 16 laps, winning the Roxor 200 at New Hampshire Motor Speedway. 
the uh, U.S. Cellular 250 at Iowa Speedway is the next race for those guys. That's going to be at 5 o'clock on Saturday on NBCSN. Kevin Hardwick held off uh, Denny Hamlin in an exciting finish on Sunday in the Foxwood Resort 301 for the Cup Series. Did you, did you watch any of that? Did you see any? I really didn't. I just I watched I the end. It was pretty. It was a pretty good battle at the end. Yeah. Nobody took anybody out. There's contact, but anyways. Um, they're going to be at uh, Pocono, the Cup Series, uh, for the Gander RV 400 on Sunday at 3 o'clock on NBCSN. Truck Series will be back in action this weekend at uh, Pocono as well. That race is Saturday at 1 o'clock, and I believe that's going to be on Fox. And then, uh, of course, the trucks will be heading to Eldora for the Dirt Derby one week from today. It's going to be on a Thursday instead. It's always been on a Wednesday. No, I, I know you said it'll be on Fox. Uh, I know Cup is on NBC the last half of the year. Yeah, um, the truck deal is a different TV deal, different okay. TV package. I think Fox or FS1 has all the rights to the trucks. Okay. But uh, you're going to be, uh, anybody come to you offering a, a ride for the Eldora show? Man, I wish. I've been, wait, I've been <laughs> waiting for that phone call since they started doing it. I'd love to run one of them trucks there. It looks like uh, looks like my cup of tea. I mean, they're, well, Bobby uh, Pierce has done real good. He does. He nice. does. He runs really good at that. And that Man, I, that track is just how I like it every, every time we go there. Black slick, top to bottom. So would you be like Scott Bloomquist and go there and try to reinvent the wheel? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, and some guys probably have a pretty good handle on what them trucks need. But uh, oh, he was terrible when he did that. Oh, too. he was. I was. I was expecting way more out of Scott, but that was bad. Um, no, it definitely looks like a fun deal. And it, as Bobby proved, it evens the playing field. I mean, he took that truck that had never even come close to winning a, a truck race before, and, man, he made it look really good. I mean, he, Have you heard if he's running again this year? I, I don't believe so. No, okay. I don't believe so. I'm Have pretty he, sure the owner of that team passed away, didn't he? Uh, or was sick I, I'm, or something. I'm not sure who he was driving for, but yeah. Uh, Mittler Brothers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. I don't even so, know if that team is in existence anymore. So have I'm you called sure. Thorsport at all? I, I don't know anybody <laughs> at Thorsport. Really? He knows people. Um, get Their hold, seats are get, full, aren't they? Get I mean, uh, you know, I think. I don't you, think they're going to kick Compton out for me. No, but <laughs> maybe for that race they can bring an extra truck. I don't know. Get a hold of Charlie. <laughs> you know Charlie Crawl. I don't know. I know the uh, name. Charlie was uh, has been here a few times, and uh, he's been. A, he does a lot of media stuff and does been, MIS, been but around, he's the ARCA. Been around racing relations for, guy. Been now. around racing forever. Um. He was part of our old program over at the other place. Well, it seems like you got some pull around. Come on, hook there me up go. here. Why not know. put yourself in a truck? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, IndyCar action thunderstorms delayed the start of the uh, NTT IndyCar Series Iowa 300 for more than four hours. The race started at 1046 local time, which would be 1146 our time, Eastern, uh, which was the latest start time for an IndyCar race ever and the latest finish which happened at about 1.30 a.m. local time with Joseph Newgarden dominating for the win. IndyCar comes to Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course this Sunday with race coverage on NBC starting at 3 p.m. So the IndyCar is getting uh, national broadcast coverage and NASCAR is on uh, cable network. Maybe rightly so. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, one other note here. Uh, if you missed last week, we had uh, a breaking news thing. And because of that, I now have a breaking news sounder. Really? Yeah. It's our breaking news. That that that's pretty cool. So uh, last week, <laughs> do, do we have any breaking news? Well, no. Well, it was, was breaking news last week. So okay. That the pretend that I played that last week. <laughs> Go back in time. It's like one of those Back to the Future paradoxes. Easy, easy. easy. 
Uh, anyways, uh, Attica has rescheduled the Brad Doty Classic that uh, got rained out. Uh, was that a couple Tuesdays ago now? Um, no, no, that was uh, the Tuesday before yeah. last, just a week and a half ago. And uh, it's going to be uh, made up now at, as part of the All-Star Circuit of Champions event, the uh, season finale Attica Ambush, Friday and Saturday, August 31st. Or 30th and 31st. I'm glad they rescheduled so, yeah. that. And that was cool. We talked to Brad uh, right before that, A couple that weeks too, ago. So. And, uh, he puts a lot of work into that. He so does. it's good that that actually gets to happen instead of all the all that effort just going to waste. Down the drain. Practice for next year, I guess. Um, some other uh, racing news uh, before we uh, get to Rusty here. Flat Rock, uh, they canceled last weekend. And it was probably a good thing because uh, those storms that we got on Saturday at Oakshade were uh, rained. They got hit uh, with nearly five inches of rain, uh, I think, like at 4.30 looked Saturday like, afternoon. Looked like a motorboat track. Yeah, it caused the nearby creek to overflow and caused uh, flooding all over the grounds and the track. It, yeah, it was, it was pretty impressive, actually. Uh, Tri-State Speedway in Oklahoma. You may have seen a post about this uh, we put up on our uh, Facebook page earlier this week. They did something uh, pretty interesting. <laughs> um, they teched every single car after a 5,000-to-win uh, stock car uh, show and everyone but one car was uh disqualified or did not finish now to be fair some of the cars were illegal and some of the cars finishing mid-pack or on back just never bothered to go to tech so so, as the front cars were dq'd they should have moved up and they just didn't advance their position right so they were the ones that were the dns yeah but but there were a lot of cars that were disqualified because they didn't go to tech only one car that did go to tech was deemed legal, and he was the, the winner. Seventh place winner, I believe it was. Yeah. And, and uh, well, here's uh, here's uh, the uh, track promoter and owner uh, on on that. Got got some. Just just listen. All of the tracks that have rules and don't enforce them, we entice people to do what they do to stay competitive. So it's on us just as much as it's on anybody else who does whatever they think they need to do to be competitive because. You're not going to come out there and not race and try to win. And if everybody else is doing something, you got to do something to try to win too. So we started at first. We got all the way down to seventh place before we found one car that did not fail the checklist, the five or six checklist. That's not saying there's something else illegal on his car or any of the other cars. But we didn't take for every single thing there. We just take five or six things on every car, take everybody the exact same way. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So, the uh, more on that story was uh, I guess they. Had a new shock package rule that they uh, started this year, but they didn't have a shock dyno or some way to actually tech it until this weekend. So they told all the drivers that they were going to tech all the cars after the race. And so they were going to check for the shocks. And I don't think anybody was found uh, illegal with the shocks. It was those other five or six other things that they decided yeah, to Yeah, he said the there was a five-point checklist. Yeah. and So do you think more tracks need to do that i mean so i think every track needs to do that i've seen so much uh social media crap on this people bashing the racetrack well we didn't want to they didn't want to pay the purse so they dq'd everybody 
I I like he, he it. He said in his uh, in that the video that I got that uh, clip from that it wasn't the case. You know, the, yeah. the purse was like I think fifteen thousand total for through yep. the field, which he said is nothing. It's like a drop in a bucket for if you're running a track. So I mean, that wasn't the case. It was just trying to yeah. But in. I I like seeing that as a, as a driver. I like to see that. I mean, there there's people out there. There's a lot of drivers out there that they know who they are that aren't gonna. They're not going to agree with that. They don't want to get teched every week because they they think they need some sort of mechanical advantage, but or tire dope, whatever whatever it may be. Um, so so you run dirt dirt late models right now. What would you say is the biggest thing guys are doing to gain a mechanical advantage, as you said? Tire prep and spring rods is is really what's going on in our sport right now. Um, and honestly, the spring rod thing. I wish they'd just make it legal so everybody could do it. Um, the the tire dope deal though that's uh, that I don't believe in that I don't think that anybody should do that it's it it the chemicals are just terrible for everybody involved I mean that's that definitely needs stopped but I, I it kind of upsets me that they took they've taken some of the ingenuity out of our sport the spring rod thing whoever came up with that back in the day that would have been I mean that'd have been ingenious that'd well and I guess the ones that are really almost undetectable now. Are, are big money oh yeah yeah they're they're very very expensive trust me i've i've looked into these things they're uh you you literally can't tell unless you they they're built inside of a, a swedge tube that looks like a normal one inch round swedge tube for a four bar and everything's hit up inside of there and without actually cracking the jam nuts loose and taking the himes off of it you can't physically tell that anything's going on in there um but I, I wish every racetrack would do it. I wish uh, it makes me happy to look at that and go, you know what? I'm glad a racetrack finally stepped up and said, you know what? That's enough. I've been to so many racetracks that, and I'm, I'll tell you, I'm one of the I'm one of the people that can get away with it. I've been, I'm sure you do too, Ron. We we've been around this enough that the tech guy gets to know you. He'll just wave you through. Yeah, There's so many racetracks that do that. They just wave you right through, and they don't like, oh, it's Schlank. He's not cheating. Wait, I said no one ever. <laughs> but and it's not just me. I mean, it's a it's a lot of us. I mean, every Ron knows it. I mean, it, it's you get to know the tech guys, and they're just they just wave you right through. I don't I don't agree with that. I would I I don't care if they tear me down every single week. I mean, tear me right down to the bare nuts and bolts. Help me put it back together when you're done. But I I do not care. Like I wish more tracks would do that. Do you um, think Do you think it, time's it, it, a factor? Because I know that I think this guy said there was like several hours that it took him to to be checking all these things well god bless them and it doesn't need to happen every week like they did it the right way they didn't say anything to anybody they if you show up uh, one we could have raced four nights by now you know what i mean if fifth fifth night of the season the track decides to do it it's still your responsibility as a driver to come there legal if you show up illegal and they decide to pull everybody off to the side and tech the cars that night i mean yeah it's going to take a while you don't have to do it every week but i've been i've been just like that all summer no no Oh, well, that's fine. Let's take away your points for the entire season. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Yep. yep. That's your foot and mouth moment there. Yeah. But I think the whole purpose of it is just like what he was saying there is to, you know, try to keep those people that are paying for these extra things from, to keep the costs in check for, for. Scott, we've talked about it earlier in the year about some of the things that the dirt late models are doing with Arrow. Um, there's not a car in the pits that's legal right now. So I everybody should be disqualified from the uh, Barney Oldfield on Saturday. If they if they actually sat down and teched us to the rule book, there's not one late model in that rate in that pits that would that would pass the rule book just because except yours, right? 
I'm, no, I'm, I build half the ba- I build half the bodies in the pits, and I think he builds the other half. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you two are the culprits. But no, no, oh, okay. the, you the lack of tech inspections. The, the, the absolutely, with yeah. the with the platform that the chassis manufacturers give us nowadays, it's not even physically possible to hang a legal body on these race cars. I don't right. believe it's you, you. You you'd have to cut it everything off and start over. I mean, it's things have escalated so the much. The noses are stretched. The decks are dropped. Um, no, Rusty's absolutely right, Scott. There's, it, it, it would be a challenge to build a legal body. So what would you guys do if uh, you know they came out and were teching to the letter of the rules this weekend all of a sudden? I mean, uh, the, nobody would be able to race if it was <laughs> the bodies, first of all. But they, I mean, They'd have a lot of P.O. fans, I'll guarantee maybe they that. Would do but, the, maybe they'd tech, wait until teching after the race. So that way everybody gets to the show and yeah unfortunately the bodies have came so far and there's so much is there's so many things that need change there and, and but that's the bodies to me unless you're at eldora or somewhere like that like oakshade our little track the bodies aren't hurting anything and that's what that's what irritates me when i roll through tech um and they just rip me apart at a little track like oakshade or attica and they're picking on it my spoilers a quarter inch too high that drives me nuts like get underneath the race car and look at something that actually freaking matters that quarter inch on that spoiler did not win me that race you know what I mean? so much extra downforce yeah i mean there's there's people in the pits that uh, that we sell tire dope to every week let's just you know what i mean like I, there's people that we know are cheating and they're worried about my dang quarter inch on my spoiler like come on <laughs> So maybe it's something that can be addressed in the off season. That's basically if they say at the end of the season next year we're going to enforce these rules to the letter. Do you think anybody would change come the opening race of the next season if they didn't tech or if they did tech? Then that would yeah, that, they're not going to take that to, oh, to yeah, get people's have, attention. Yeah, you've, it, they can tell you whatever they want. People aren't going to do anything until you actually enforce it and, and scare the crap out of everybody one night and send half the field home like that place did. I guarantee everybody comes back legal next week. Scott, I tend to disagree with with Rusty. I, what? I, you believe it? Uh, <laughs> even, and we'll go back to my favorite quote from from jo- Jonathan Davenport down at East Bay, where he said he was running up behind somebody, picked up an arrow push, and it sent him over the cushion. Now, that track at Tampa and Oakshade are very similar, and he said he picked up an arrow push and it sent him over the cushion. There is no way in God's green earth that arrow push and dirt late models <laughs> should be used in the same no, sentence. they should not. They should not. And uh, I really believe that even at Oakshade, that arrow is an issue. And if it wasn't an issue, guys wouldn't be building and chassis builders wouldn't be doing what they're doing. Oh, I agree. I, there, don't get me wrong. There is, if you rip a hole in your nose piece, you're going to know yes. it, it, even at Oakshade. But I guess what I'm saying is that 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 quarter inch on the spoiler oh, absolutely. you know what i mean no, stuff I'll, like that is yeah. not going to yeah it's Se- 72 make or break and us. an eighth exactly. width on, on the spoiler but yeah my the, the doors the doors kills me when they throw a tape measure underneath my door and like hey you're a half inch too wide on your doors what did that's th- so yeah all that's doing is keeping me from getting a flat tire what, what about that gigantic dish in the right door let's <laughs> right. talk about Correct. that boys and girls yeah it's just those little those little nitpicky things that you are just not going to notice at oak shade i mean uh, don't get me wrong yes our aero package needs changed for sure what do you think would happen if the late models had to put an 18 or a 14 inch filler panel on the back just like the sportsmen do what do you think that would do man i don't know i don't I, on my stuff i don't think it'd do much i mean if you've got your body right and there shouldn't be air getting to that thing I mean, that's that's kind of our goal is there's so much dirty air underneath of that race car. There's so much stuff going on under there that if you get air underneath there, it's going to upset the race car. So 
The goal is I to still contend that limiting the amount of air that goes under the nose and having the big area in the back to exhaust it creates a huge downforce under the back of the car. Oh, for sure. We've Again, we've talked about it here. The first time I went to Syracuse, um, the deck on my car after the first hot lap set came in all crumbled like somebody had been jumping up and down on it. Yep. And that was when we determined that we needed to stiffen the decks. Yep. Um, and and the, the noses were fairly well sealed, especially at a mile track at Syracuse. Yeah. And uh, I, I really think there's a huge amount of downforce uh probably more than ever before because we're sealing the noses to the track oh, yeah. and have that huge area to exhaust in the back and i think if that huge area were closed and you know maybe some sunday we could go out yeah and we would need some water on that place on a sunday to know anything though yeah i don't know <laughs> but yeah no i agree i i definitely i think it would do something i just don't know how much i don't i don't know if it'd be as big as actually pulling the spoiler off the car or, or cutting the spoiler down or just raising the nose i think that's what needs to happen i don't know i've seen bobby pierce win races with no spoiler well that's true i i actually drilled holes in my spoiler two weeks ago at i-96 just to get some downforce off the rear of the car so uh, sometimes I've, i think knocking the spoiler off is a good thing i feel like we've had this conversation before we need like that it's uh, deja vu all that, over uh, again isn't it scott you, you guys need to start a late model uh group like tony started with the uh the sprint cars yeah yeah some kind of uh like a focus group to kind of <laughs> work things out. anyways didn't want to get too much more on, is any on beer going to be involved I, well that's up to you guys it's your guys' <laughs> whole deal so um before we start to ask uh start talking to rusty more about the summer nationals there's a couple other things i want to hit on here uh, <laughs> excuse me um Dinner's coming back up. Uh, Nick Harrison, a crew chief for Justin Haley's Xfinity Series uh, calling colleague race team, died in his sleep Saturday night after the Xfinity race at Loudon. He was just 37. No 37 years old. Yeah. Man, That's that was a shocker. Yeah. Uh, and, and had a huge amount of, of friends and following. Um, yeah, I guess there was nobody that, nobody that didn't like him. Uh, uh, also, NASCAR has uh, tweaked its uncontrolled tire roll from in arm's length distance they basically got rid of that verbiage the arm's length distance and uh, now tires will only be considered uncontrolled in the pits if the tire creates a safety issue or impedes or interferes with another competitor's pit stop tires can be rolled from the outside half of the pit box to the pit wall but tires may not roll back to the outside half once they reach the inside half there's a drive-through penalty for a green flag violation and you start the tail field for uh, cautions. I know, I know they've been complaining about that, the arm's length thing, and I don't know. So there's a change. That's for all the uh, NASCAR series. There, there's a lot of things that yeah. the, the teams have been whining about. Dirt late model uh, racer Kyle Strickler is going to be driving in the, the truck race at Eldora next week. He's going to drive the DGR Crosley number 54 Toyota Tundra for uh, David Gilliland. 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 Thank you. There you go. Uh, so that's pretty cool. He deserves it. He's a wheel man. Okay. And so, so if you've got a one other note, if you've got a NASCAR truck, call we, Rusty. We can get you in touch okay. with Rusty. Ah, <laughs> uh, did you see this thing? I was hesitant to even put this on my my notes, but there's this thing coming up uh, on CMT, a new show called Racing Wives. Yeah, it uh, is following the wives of Kyle Busch, Kurt Busch, and Austin Dillon. I guess it debuts on CMT like next week or something. I, it looked like garbage TV, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Danielle will probably verify that 
some things that happen to racing wives are X-rated and pretty crude. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they could. I don't know if they could make a TV show at our camp. Wow. <laughs> Speaking of that, you had uh, quite a uh, quite a, a run during the summer nationals. You had some some fun. I, I was reading some things off and on. Uh, about some things that happened on the track and off the track. Oh, but, yeah, it's uh, always an experience. <laughs> but overall, how uh, how was uh, your month running the Summer Nationals this year? Uh, it was average. I mean, we had some good runs. I think we the best we finished was third. I think we ran third three or four times. Um, handful of top fives, mostly all top tens. I mean, we were just a – we were there. We were a decent car. Bunch of fast times. I could uh, – for some reason, I was I was on point qualifying this year. We, we had a heck of a car to qualify. I got fast time four or five times overall, but – um feature time we just i feel like i was just always off a little bit um well like i said i think we lost something there about the second week of that deal we uh on some rough tracks and stuff and just lost the car and we felt like we were just scraping to get back to normal the whole time so for the most part i mean i feel like we ran good we ran respectable um unlike last year you went wound up with a car yeah and, yep. and motor we ran the same car the whole time we were still intact yep we we broke a rear end out while we were out there we had to change a rear end um so a lot of guys did that what what was that the rough track oh my gosh we were on some terrible terribly rough racetracks and it was it wasn't the track's fault i mean the weather we had to deal with was right. just it was crazy this year um a lot of rain huh yeah yeah for how did sure. that that affect you guys you said that didn't affect the travel because you still traveled all over but yeah uh, we we probably it definitely hurt the pocketbook more this year than it did last year at least last year um even if you had a bad night you got some pay you know what i mean if you drove to the track and you got 500 bucks in your pocket if you broke and you get to go home you get to go to the next track with a little bit of something but i mean we drove uh, we we were in what four different states in four nights and didn't get to race at all i mean we went from indiana to illinois got rained out went up to wisconsin got rained out went over to iowa got rained out i mean it was we made it to the track every night and then got rained out and had to go to the next one so there's a lot of travel money that uh, we didn't get back ryan's here ryan's here yes fine <laughs> uh yeah speaking of weather so did you take the, the family with you oh yeah yep everybody came with me this is uh this is the first time that she's actually been able to come racing with me all year she's uh we got rid of the got rid of the dairy bar we were trying to run and i told her just to come on the road and help me and it's it's definitely better having her around and having the kid around that way when i'm gone for a month i uh i got somebody to take care of me wash my clothes and make sure i don't stink <laughs> so what did what did you do uh on those days that you got rained out did you man we, family time? we went all sorts we did all sorts of stuff uh we went uh went up in the the arch in st louis at one point we we went go-karting a couple times we went up in the uh the sears tower well i guess it's the willis tower now um we rode a uh you got some food yeah i got food <laughs> are you kidding me yeah you think he's gonna do this gig for free yeah we rode uh rode the subway in chicago we had all, all sorts of experiences all right middle of the show we don't have commercials so this is <laughs> are we like so, on right now yeah, yeah well yeah. your mic's not Sweet. on but now you are yeah okay hey guys <laughs> thanks for the chicken wings by the way so uh, yeah again we mentioned earlier i didn't get to finish mine company picnic day. well there are probably still some out there right some <laughs> a lot there's like a dumpster full of them out there <laughs> Uh, Ryan Weekman, meteorologist from uh, WTOL Channel 11, joining us hey live guys. in the studio. Hi. Uh, this is Rusty Schlink, the defending national nice to meet you. dirt Ryan car Weekman. late model champion. He's, he's big That's stuff. A big he's deal. a celebrity now. How'd you get him in here? With the food out in the parking lot. <laughs> that sounds a lot. I sound a lot cooler when he announces me, but yeah, I don't think I'm actually that cool. And, and this is Ron Miller. 
I don't know if we, we already talked. Talk. Yeah, Ron Ron got me in the door, so That's he was right. pretty integral in this. <laughs> my, uh, my first wife, Kathy, 50, 53, 53 years worth, and Des Ferris from Australia. Hello, Des. How are you? From Australia? Yes. Yeah. Just for this the ship take you the wrong way? Or? We're international. <laughs> international. International. I like Mo- that. Multinational. Over in the corners, Danielle Schlenk, Rusty's wife. So, I'm Ryan Weekman. I, I do the weather in front of a green screen every now and again on a TV station here. So there. <laughs> we don't have one of those yet. No, well, we got, no we, I have one up in my office. We got a blue wall if that helps anything. Well, that's a good visual for the listeners at home. <laughs> so are you going to do the uh, the forecast live for us here in a little bit? Yeah. yeah. You okay. want a preview? No. It, not yet. Oh. Not yet. No oh. teasers. No teasers. No, not even allowed to tease No, it. no teasers. Oh, go ahead. Tease. There go. No, no. Okay. I can't do it. No, nope. right. I don't want to lose my chicken wings. So we're, we're talking to Rusty <laughs> Schlenk here. Uh, he ran this, uh, the Dirt Car Summer Nationals. It's a uh, month-long, pretty much every single night uh, series that went from the middle of June through the end of, or the middle of uh, July. Mm-hmm. And uh, he finished fifth in points, did pretty good there. We were fourth up until the last night at Oakshade, and then we ended up... Was that where you peaked then? Yeah, we we ran fourth. I was fourth from day one until the end, until the last night at Oakshade there, and it was uh, not the most favorable conditions for us. So we uh, had to to go home in fifth, but um, no, we just... uh, we should have we ran a lot better we had a lot better car than what we did we had we had two or three dnfs that really killed us in points and and fager and fager ended up passing us there on the last night um a lot he i think he dropped out of two races and both of them got rained out so um that kind of saved him his dnfs didn't didn't count but um no it was all right i mean to be able to run that whole deal and, and come home top five in points and and legitimately have a shot to run good every night everybody knew we were there i mean it was it, it I, I would rate it as uh, about a C, but <laughs> but it was way better than last year. I mean, last year we uh, last year we were just so up and down. I mean, we were fast one night and then we flipped a car the third night, and I mean, we last year was terrible. I, we we worked on the motorhome and the trailer more this year than we did the race car, so it wasn't how, too bad. How many years have you run that full series? This was the second year just I've done the, the whole second, thing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've ran it. I run it every year, just not the whole thing. Yeah. This is the first time or second time that we've done the whole thing. So you're gonna what, do it again next year? What about 2020? I yeah. don't know yet. We'll see. I don't. I'm not making those plans as far ahead. We'll see where we're at then and how the finances are. And um, it's actually not bad for me as a driver, um, car owner wise. I don't know how Tyler fares on the deal. Um, uh, this year, I don't think it was too bad. I don't think the car actually cost us much money. It was the motorhome that killed him this year, but um the uh, I I don't do too bad money wise on it. I mean, we get to sell a lot of t-shirts and um, we. Uh, Pay no. pay wise, I don't have much out of my pocket to now run. No, this the deal, is a, so. this was the first time that the wife and kids were yes. a, a big part of the program. Yep, yep. So you missed that. We and that does hurt. Getting Ryan, we were talking yeah, about that. that does hurt the pocketbook <laughs> a little bit. So that's why, uh, like we, I made her a little little trailer thing to pull all over uh not a trailer it's like a fold-up cart to pull all the t-shirts back and forth from the trailer to the grandstands every night. Everybody else has a. a actual truck and trailer a dedicated a souvenir stand that they sure. drag around and man that gets expensive on fuel so i made up a little deal and we just unload everything put it on our cart and i send her over to the other side to tell, sell t-shirts so that helps pay for uh, all, all of our pit passes and food and stuff like that so what do you think about uh, chris keller local guy that was awesome the, the birthday race yeah that was awesome um I, man i've heard so many people complaining about how the track being one lane he only won it because he started on the pole but he he did exactly what he had to do to win that thing i mean he drove well, away and he did he did he he like i told him i said chris you you qual you, you had to do you had to do four or five things you had to qualify good to put yourself in a position to win the heat you had to win the heat you did that 
um, you had to you had to draw good to start on the front row. You drew good, and you had to make fifty flawless laps without messing up to let us buy. So I mean, you you did everything you had to do. Um, there's there's a handful of other people they could have threw. There there's tour, touring guys that we they could have threw on the front row. I was I was terrible Saturday night. If they'd have put me on the front row, I don't think I'd have won the race. So um, I, I definitely don't blame the track for him winning. He had a heck of a race car. He drove a heck of a race, and I'd, I'd rather see him take the take the money home than. Some of the guys from out like of town. Like you did that, a, a few years ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. And, and they brought <laughs> the they brought the right package that night. Oh, they did, man. They were awesome. Chris was awesome. He they uh, he he did everything he needed to do. So, uh, what was the best and uh, what was the worst thing about this year's summer nationals? <sighs> the best, man. I don't even know if there was really a best. Uh, you didn't flip. <laughs> was, yeah, the best was probably at uh, Thunderbird when we didn't flip. Um, uh, I don't know. We didn't. I didn't really. Like I said, we didn't have too many highs. We we were we were just kind of average. We were there. I mean, we we qualified fast time a bunch. I mean, we we were good. Uh, it was fun, but um, yeah, I would say uh, I would say the worst was was probably changing the air conditioner on the hauler in a thunderstorm underneath of a canopy at a truck stop. That was pretty sketchy. I don't ever want to do that again. But and I'm not talking like a thunderstorm. I'm talking like. <laughs> lightning every three seconds you, you, like you don't like being a lightning rod <laughs> no no somehow i drew the short stick and had to go up on the roof while they were inside working on it i don't know how that worked but <laughs> well everybody else is a little taller and they were <laughs> thanks ron would have been a bigger lightning rod <laughs> so uh you've been working on win number 200 for a while now what? It's yes been, it's since been a, the week before we left for summer nationals i think the okay. first week in june i think is the last time we won a race at no, 199 and this is races overall or just late model that's just late model just late yeah. model so you got your first late model win on your 16th birthday at oakshade right yes and your birthday was just this past weekend so it would have been cool had you got win number 200 on saturday it's gonna be cool second. it's gonna be cooler when i win it this weekend on my stepson's birthday at the oh. barney Oldfield. so because it pays really pays well, a way more. better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there, is, are you saying? Are you predicting that? Already? I'm not. That's I'm just a, what I'm hoping for. Oh, you're hoping. And for I it. actually won. I won my hundredth victory on my son's birthday, Carter, um, on his second birthday at Oakshade. At Oakshade. Wow, your milestones are at Oakshade. Yeah, that's why. I, I mean, I thought every, I thought the stars were all lined up last week. I'm like, man, I got my first what one on if my you win birthday tomorrow at I ninety six though. You're then gonna, I ruin it all. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't plan on losing tomorrow either, so I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to let us know. Confidence. I like yeah. it. <laughs> Oakshade, you can start on your third hundred. There we go. <laughs> It'll be the first one of the third hundred. That's I like it. it. So we were talking about this a, a little bit earlier uh, about uh, running for points. You, you've got uh, the national points you, you won last year, you won la- the year before, or you, you don't sound very confident in three-peating. It's looking tough this year. Brian Brian Shirley has just been on a tear. I mean, he tore up the whole summer nationals. He kicked our butt every night. He has got his stuff figured out. And um, early in the season, I thought we were sitting pretty good. I mean, we were we definitely had a good car and we were winning some races there. But um, man, the weather has killed us. He's got I think he's got eight or nine more races than we do in already. And he's just he's he's lined up pretty good. If he if he decides to not follow it every week and and go run bigger shows, we might have a shot of catching him. But as of now, I mean, I, I, I it'll you haven't be, thrown in the towel. Yet. No, I mean we're gonna we'll still we'll still run we'll still we'll still do our best to try and get up there. It's just uh, it's definitely not looking as good as it did the the prior two years. I mean, it's uh, we, I've never been this far behind going into this part of the year. So, well, I'm gonna root for you to finish second so that we see you at the dirty third. <laughs> no offense. So, no offense. Do, uh, 
does it change your focus at all? Are you thinking now more about maybe running some bigger paying, oh, yeah, yeah, paying, definitely. Some bigger paying shows? Coming, coming down towards the end of the year, if it looks like we don't have a shot at winning it or where it doesn't really matter if we if we miss a UMP night, that, then it definitely leaves the door open for us to do do some other stuff like the like the deal at Sandusky. I mean, not even necessarily bigger paying shows, just something that we want to go do and have fun and we don't have to be somewhere. That Sometimes that gets kind of monotonous doing the same thing every week and not so being no, able to go do what you want to do. So no firm plans? Uh, as far as the schedule for the rest no, of this year? No, I, I plan on running the ALMS deal. That's about the only thing I actually have planned, and I think there's only four races left in that. I think we got maybe two at Oakshade and one at Eldora, and I think maybe one somewhere else. But um, there's only four races left in that. That's the only thing that I actually plan on doing is, is finishing out the ALMS points. Where uh, you're okay in points there? Uh, we're like ninth in points, but I think we're only 30 or 40 out of the lead. So. Okay. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's pretty doable. We can. Uh, I run good at all the tracks we got left, so I think we we still got a legitimate shot at winning that deal. Um, the uh, the rest of it, we'll just we'll play week by week. Now you mentioned uh, earlier in the show that uh, something happened at the nationals last year. Oh God, what um, happened? Oh, uh, it's just uh, they. <laughs> first of all, they. Uh, I, I hate talking bad about any sanctioning body or, or anything, but. Um, I just don't like the way they did the deal. I mean, we used to have the the Nationals at Eldora, which I I mean, Eldora's not my favorite racetrack. I I enjoy it. It's Eldora. It's prestigious. It's it's a cool place to have the Nationals. Um it used they used to get it all done in one day. Then they went to two days, and now they went to three days. They took it away from Eldora and moved it halfway across the country to Peevely, which isn't a big deal. I love Peevely. It's one of my favorite racetracks. But they drag it out over 3 days. They charge us 3 pit passes. Um, it's only 5,000 to win. I mean, it's just, uh, it, it costs so much to go run that deal. Um, you're there for three days. You got hotels or, or whatever food. I mean, you got all the expenses. So it's not of, something they did. No, that. It's, it's, it's not three separate features. No, it's, it's, it's one, one feature, feature over with, three days. Oh my. Yeah. It's, so it's just the, the structure of the event. Yeah. Is, they, they completely just, <sighs> yeah. Sometimes it's, it's a little closer. Just, just saying it may, yeah, it, <laughs> It makes sense for them. It, a three-day show makes a lot more money for the promoter, and I mean everybody knows that you get to charge three pit passes. Um, we could we could get in there and get it done in one day. Like last year, uh, we were already all complaining. Nobody showed up. There's only 14 or 15 cars there because everybody's mad. It's a three-day deal. Nobody wants to go run a three-day race for five thousand. That's insane. Yeah. A three-day race for twenty thousand, maybe, but for five, that's just insane to me. So nobody went. I had to go because of points. I. I it would look really bad if the national points <laughs> champion didn't show up to the nationals. So we drove all the way out to Peavely, eight hour drive. Um, and all we got in was qualifying and heat races on Friday night and we're done. We're all sitting there watching the storm clouds come in the next day. Like, why don't we, we all went to the promoter, like, listen, let's run this thing now, get the feature over with. It's nine o'clock at night. We can have the feature over with by 10 o'clock. We can all be home. We can all go to another track and race tomorrow. Nope, they drug it out. Sure enough, we got rained out the next day. But then the fans are like, well, we're only coming Saturday for the feature. Oh, but yeah. they ran it last night. Oh, exactly. So, so no big deal, whatever. I expected them to make it up. They they rescheduled the race for the next spring. No big <laughs> deal. I'm starting on the pole. I drew, I drew the pole. I won my heat, drew the pole for a 5,000 to win race. So... I mean, I'm I, I'm figuring I got at least twenty five hundred bucks in my pocket. I mean, it's it's Peavely. I run good there. I can uh, starting on the front row. I should run first or second. I mean, we got a good payday coming, and then they canceled the whole thing, not even making it up. So not only did we drive out, drive out there for three days to sit there and watch it rain, now we don't get paid for it. So. Same format this year. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm not uh, not real happy about okay. that whole deal. So a 14 car car count didn't impress them at all. Uh, didn't make a statement. 
I, I don't I honestly I have no answer for that Ron <laughs> I the the reason the the higher ups in the sport do what they do sometimes amazes me I don't understand it at all I I don't know uh, during the summer nationals, I don't know if you guys want to talk about that. I remember reading something that happened in the stands. Did you want to talk about that? Oh, I shoot. I don't care, man. Um, yeah, the, uh, I get out of my car after the feature at Thunderbird when I about flipped, my heart's already. What you said was the best part of the summer nationals. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, um, yeah, not flipping was pretty awesome, but, <laughs> um, so, I mean, I'm already on an adrenaline high because of what just happened in the feature and ran top five so i wasn't i mean whatever we finished the race i was happy well i got out of my car and the first person to my car is angie pierce and buying uh bobby's girlfriend they come up to the car they're like hey i need to let you know what's going on in the stands somebody's up there running their mouth they're they were shaking their genitals in my wife's face i mean it, it got pretty ugly up there so um we rounded up the crew and headed to the grandstands <laughs> um and needless to say it got a lot uglier uh Thank God they had a lot of track workers that stayed between me and the guy that was doing it because it was going to get really bad. Um, now, did your really big crew member go there? Oh, yeah. Matt Smith was there. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Matt, <laughs> Matt was, thank God, he was in the infield for all that because uh, uh, I'm sure if he would have been up in the grandstands watching all that happen, I think things would have probably ended a little differently. But. <laughs> So has that been all worked? Is that all, all behind you guys now? That, uh, oh, I mean, it's, it's. I'm sure it's not behind us. These guys, this this guy and the people he hang out with, hang out with have been. They're oak shade goers. They go to. They, they live around here. I think they live maybe in the Finley area or something. Because I've seen them down in Finley before too. Is it? Oh, is it Brighton? Really? They drive that far. But they're, <laughs> I know who they are. I've I've seen them. I know their names. I mean, it's they have they've heckled me for years. They're just they're your standard rusty haters which i don't mind i mean our sport needs that we need we need everybody needs fans everybody needs haters everybody needs somebody to root for that's what makes our sport awesome um but if you don't like me i don't care tell me to my face i i'm, I'm good with that like i really honestly don't care it doesn't hurt my feelings i've been uh, i've got just as many haters as i've got fans that's what makes the sport go around but when you do lewd and obnoxious things in front of my wife and and bring my kids into that it crosses my, the line. that definitely crosses the line i mean there's 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 times for booing and cheering which is fine I, i've taught my kids if you hear boos if they're booing dad i don't care that's it's funny laugh at them cheer if i win clap boo back whatever you got to do i don't that's fine but don't cuss don't scream don't be obnoxious don't uh, don't cause a scene don't i mean the, a grown man standing up shaking his genitals at my wife i mean he's thank god i wasn't there because i'd have killed him but uh yeah it was uh it almost got ugly <laughs> all right well, let's uh, let's move on here. Well, hold on, hold oh, on. Oh, I, got, I got I got, got one more, more story okay. about uh, about this guy. Anybody that knows Don't who he is. Don't transition to weather after that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got a little buffer. Yeah, I got a buffer. Okay, I got one more story about this guy. He uh, he he was he was heckling me one night at uh, at Millstream, I believe it was um, when they were so still that, open. So this wasn't during the summer nationals. Then. No, this, this was, was years ago. This okay. was five, six, seven years ago. Whenever whenever the last race at, at Millstream was, we won it, I believe that night. But it was too long ago. It was too way too long ago. We need that. Somebody open that back up, by the way. <laughs> Um, anyway, I was up in the grandstands talking to my fans, whatever. I was, there's a group of people up there we we're talking to, and this guy comes up next to me. Rusty Schlank sucks. He's screaming from the from the grass hill there. Schlank sucks. Blah blah blah. You're a cherry picker. Blah blah blah. Whatever. He's he's screaming. He's cussing. Well, as he turns around to walk away, he steps in a hole and tumbles all the way down the hill. So <laughs> uh, instant karma. So I'm hoping I'm hoping the karma bug has bit him since the last time. But the 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 last time we had a run in with him that bad, he instant karma got him. So that was that was pretty good. Well, karma is every bit as bad as she pretends to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. She, she always gets her chance. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Last week, uh, we do this thing. We uh, play how many. We pick something and guess how Both. many. That was not the right answer. Last week, uh, we picked <laughs> what the temperature was going to be at Oakshade. Oh, God, I hope You didn't not. let me On finish. Saturday. It's Celsius. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're still way too low. I'm low. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely low. <laughs> and uh, I, th- you're not supposed to be able to do the conversion that fast. <laughs> <laughs> I just know that. Yeah. Um, and I looked up Wasion's high was uh, 95, and that's what you picked, Kathy. So Kathy got was right on the the money with that. So yeah, you go. You win nothing, but yeah, you go, girl. She cheated. That's yeah. her son's number. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is, isn't? Yeah. I didn't yeah. Think about that. Well, you think she just picked that out of the blue? Yeah, I, I did have a lady call me last <laughs> week asking about what the high in Wasion was going to be, too. Ooh. So this week, uh, we're going to uh, guess how many Super Modifieds are going to be at Sandusky. And I didn't, I was going to, actually, I was going to cheat earlier and talk to Chris and see how many there were there last year, because I have absolutely no idea. Uh, but uh, that's what this week's how many is. How many Super Modifieds are going to be racing on Saturday at Sandusky Speedway. 22. That is exactly what I was about to say, Ron. That, that's not fair. Now I have to pick a new number. I'm sorry, kid. <laughs> what do you got? Oh, God. Yeah, what are they doing prices? Been... What are they doing prices right? Up or down? Is you it up? You can't go over. Closest without going over. There you go. Oh, so exactly. we're going 21. Going 21, okay. Oh, yeah. Cheap shot. <laughs> that's what you get for taking cherry, my number. Cherry you picker. Did, you didn't want to go $1? <laughs> $1. <laughs> <laughs> What's your guess, Ryan? Uh, well, I'm going to box them in, and I'm going to go with the prime number of 23. That's you right. never lose with a prime number. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It'll be funny. You'll probably be right. Uh, did you want in on this, Dan? That's okay. Okay. What Dad? do you think, Des? 24. Des is 24. Why don't we put him on the mic? His accent's way cooler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll happen. <laughs> How are you, Kathy? Uh, 18. 18. Okay. Oh, there you go. That's well, real prices right guess I'm gonna, right there. I'm going to go with, uh, well, hell. <laughs> 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, I guess. We'll go with 25. What do you think, Chris Mize? Uh, uh, well, they're busy. They're racing tonight, so no, he's, I don't think right. he's listening tonight. Oh, but he is. Uh, speaking of which, uh, let's talk about the races uh, this weekend, and then we're going to get to the forecast. Oh, let's do it. With uh, Ryan Weekman in the studio with us tonight. Thanks for stopping by, Woo-hoo, by the way. I appreciate yay. it. Finally. Uh, Sandusky Speedway in action tonight, as I just mentioned, is Fan Appreciation Night. They're running uh, Crate Sprints, Street Stocks, uh, 1,200 to win for them, Lake Erie Stocks, Renegades, Vintage Cars, plus an exit for the uh, 410 Sprints that will be racing there on August 25th. I guess I think that's a Sunday show. Uh, gates opened, or I don't even know why I put gates open on here because that was at 430. Because they're already uh, open. They started racing at 730, so uh, they probably haven't gotten the features yet. Probably time to get out there. General Mission's just a buck anyway, so... Pretty cool deal for uh, Fan Appreciation Night tonight. Then they're back in action tomorrow night with the uh, 42nd Annual High Miler Super Modified Nationals featuring the ISMA Super Modifieds and Modifieds that aren't so super. Uh, gates open at 4, racing at 7.30. General admission tickets, 25 bucks tomorrow night. Uh, and then uh, Saturday, the uh, 42nd Annual High Miler Super Modified Nationals 
uh, with the feature events, ISMA Super Modifieds going 100 laps, regular Modifieds 50 laps. Gates open at 1 o'clock on Saturday with racing at 7 p.m. General admission is 30 bucks for Saturday at Sandusky Speedway. And so those, cars, those cars are super cool. And they're fast. Off subject a little bit, Ron, but did you have something to do with this late model deal going at Sandusky? Did you? Are you putting this deal on? It's or? the Hammerdown Racing Report no? Dirty 30 at Sandusky Speedway. You, I mean, this is your, did you guys go to them with this idea? They came to us, kind of, didn't they? Yeah, well, Chris Mize was here, and, and we were just kind of bench racing, and he had been involved with a similar program at a track, Georgia. Georgia, yeah, he said yeah, he did gotcha. this. And uh, we... we it, it just kind of snowballed. Gotcha. I was just yeah. curious. I thought maybe you're trying to you're the promoter of this deal or something. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> the, there's four of us that we kind of putting our heads together. Doug cool. Dock and uh, Chris Mize from Sandusky Speedway, and they consulted with Ron for the rules with uh, using the dirt late model rules. Oh on God, the we're gonna. Track. I, I gotta I, have I, an eight foot sideboard, I, don't I? No, no, nope. no. Ain't no regular UMP rules. UMP, UMP rules. rules. Uh, so again, the Dirty Thirty, October third. Any any LM tire. We need some good weather, October third. October third. Yeah. So I could do October 4th. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow uh, night, uh, Toledo Speedway will be in action with R&M Recycling, Victory Lane, Quick Oil Change, Kids Night. It's also Autograph Night and Scout Night. It is a lot of nights. All in one night tomorrow night at Toledo Speedway. Kids uh, up to age 12 and scouts are free and they get a free hot dog. Uh, it's ARCA Late Model Sportsman, R&M Silver Cup uh, Racing, plus the figure eights, factory stocks, and a Kids Power Wheels Derby. Gates open at 530 and you can meet the drivers on the track at 7. Racing starts at 7.30. General admission, 15 bucks at Toledo Speedway tomorrow night. Also tomorrow night, uh, Lima Lime Motorsports Park in action with the Ready Mix Clash. More NRA Sprint Invaders. Uh, UMP Modifieds, Thunderstocks, Gates Open at 5, Racing 7.30. General admission, 12 bucks there. Attica also in action with Morgan Stanley, UUI Night, uh, featuring the Attica Fremont Championship Series 410 Sprints. They're racing for 4000 to win, and the 305s. Uh, also in action, the AFCS and Attica Wayne County Late Model Series. Gates open at five, racing seven forty-five. General admission fifteen bucks. That's at Attica Saturday night at Oakshade Raceway, uh, the second biggest race out there. Thirtieth annual Barney Oldfield Race, South American Late Model Series event. Sportsman Bombers Compacts, uh, fifty-five hundred to win for the Barney, right? I yeah. believe so. Yes. Gates open at four, racing at seven. General admission just fourteen bucks at Oakshade. Uh, also Saturday night, Flat Rock with the rescheduled Moran Chevy Stan Yee Memorial that was uh, heated out and then flooded out last weekend. Did you hear about that, Flat Rock Speedway? They they, they got dumped on. They got a lot of rain and yeah. flooded, yeah. ARCA Gold Cup uh, main event late models uh, will be in action in that Stan Yee Memorial. Figure eights, street stocks, gates open to 3.30, racing at 7. General admission is 25 bucks there. And uh, finally on Saturday, Fremont Speedway in action, and they've uh, been adding extra money to uh, this race. That's going nuts, Scott. Bauman Auto Group Night uh, featuring the Attica Fremont Championship Series 410 sprints and 305s. The 410 sprints are, uh, I think the purse is up to 4200 when I last checked earlier today. It could be more by Saturday because it just keeps going up. Uh, the uh, 305s would be racing for 1200 to win. And the trucks, dirt trucks, will be in action for nine hundred and fifty to win. I saw the nine fifty, and and I'm I'll, I would bet that somebody will just round that off to, to a, a thousand. Grand. Yeah, Ron Miller race cars. Not me, buddy. Okay. <laughs> Gates open at four, <laughs> racing at seven at Fremont. Uh, General mission is fifteen bucks there. And then looking ahead to next week, I don't know if you can do a forecast this far in advance, but uh, a couple of big things at Eldora Speedway Wednesday night. It's the uh, opening night of the seventh annual Dirt Derby. Featuring uh, dirt car, big block modifieds, and the NASCAR trucks will be there. 
with uh, practice and qualifying. Gates open at three, racing at eight fifteen. General admission is fourteen bucks. Reserve seats nineteen bucks at Eldora. That's Wednesday. Then the actual uh, racing for the uh, trucks in the seventh annual Dirt Derby is one week from tonight, Thursday, August first, uh, featuring the NASCAR Gander Outdoor Truck Series. Big block uh, invitational. The modifieds will be racing as well. Gates open at noon. Racing at seven. General admission twenty nine bucks. Reserve seats are thirty four bucks. So that's uh, next week at. Uh, Is there any uh, Eldora? Then maybe any, Rusty will be driving one of those trucks. Any video on? I don't know if I got time on, to get my NASCAR license this yeah. short notice. I don't even know if I could pass the test. I don't uh, know what that requires. That's okay. Maybe they won't check. <laughs> they won't attack you. Yeah. What were you saying, Ryan? Well, I was just wondering if uh, there was any video or anything that uh, from Eldora. Are when, they going to are, are they, are be live? Oh, on TV? It's usually a, uh, no, it was uh, Fox Sports 1 usually carries it. I know it used to be like the old uh, Prelude dirt, was on. Dirt like, on Dirt. On dirt yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the co- TV I, coverage I is I on know. that. But, uh, yeah, should we just our time next week? I kind of want to watch that. Um, I'm thinking that. You could probably TV it. TV it. All right. TV it. Tune into us and then live commentary. Why don't we just watch it live? Yeah. Yeah. Can you just watch For it live here? on the computer? Yeah. I'll come in. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Rusty's going to be our guest next week on the show. Play by play, color analyst. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, Ryan Weekman, let's uh, let's talk to you. You wanted uh, to do the weather? I'm actually you... really interested in this whole Power Wheels thing that's going to be happening. Yeah, they, there's different versions of it. Uh, a lot of like them super modifieds. No, no Power <laughs> Wheels with little kids. They wear helmets, and uh, some of them they put it like a balloon on the front and back. And when their balloons get popped, they're out. It's kind of like a demolition derby kind of thing. It's awesome. Yeah, it is, they are pretty fun. I've you know what that. I'm enjoying more and more? Speaking of derbies, I like like the combine derbies at the county fairs. Oh Those are pretty gosh. fun to watch too. <laughs> lawn lawnmower derbies too. Yeah. I had to announce for one of those combine derbies at the Fulton County Fair one uh-huh. year. Those are awesome. I don't. They were different. I wasn't really sure. I don't know anything about combines, so I didn't really. I was like, oh, that thing <laughs> fell off, and he's still going. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's not where the engine is, so yeah, yeah. he's still all right. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea have where you the seen lawn, Have you seen lawnmower derbies? Have you seen those? Participated have, in them. Have you? you have? Oh, have, have you really? Oh, yeah, I sucked. I've seen the lawnmower races, <laughs> like those little lawnmowers that yeah. go real fast. Yeah, I know at the Wood County Fair, I think every year now they're doing lawnmower derbies. They like put cages around the sounds, feet. Oh, really? Yeah. I was just wondering what happens to your legs in that deal. Yeah, they, I think from what I went, I went one year. Only and are you allowed to turn the blades on? <laughs> the, the one that I was involved in, your legs were vulnerable. Oh, well, how many years ago that. was that? Oh, I don't know, seven or eight. Brent Myers oh, okay. had so a You weren't using a push mower, were you? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> one, of the, one of the ones that spins itself That's the faster right. you push it? Yeah. Uh, before we get to the forecast, I want to ask you a couple of questions. I'm trying to about, avoid the forecast at all costs. All right, here. Well, that's fine. I, I don't think it's that bad. I don't know. I haven't heard. I'm but, not allowed to tease ahead. Right, so, yeah. It's not like last so, weekend. Looking back at this past spring, why was there so much rain? Was there Did something it rain? weird? Didn't even notice. There was a lot of rain outs. Yeah, it was a lot of rainouts. We were stuck under crappy pattern after really bad pattern. What like, causes that? Well, there's different reasons. We started Let's hear in, them. Like, when, okay, when does the, this when is the, a podcast? We're not no time constraints. Don't tell me that. I'm a no. meteorologist. <laughs> I can talk for a long time. <laughs> don't you what? have to go back and be on the news later? No, I'll skip that. Okay. No, yeah, <laughs> this is more important. <laughs> Well, what, when does the season start? May? Uh, well, actually, April? March for Attica, the end of March. Holy but, smokes. Uh, okay. Most tracks. But April. it rained from 
May, April. It, it rained from March till now. It, like it hasn't pretty stopped. Pretty much has, and it's <laughs> and it's always seemed to land on the weekends too. Yeah. At least yeah. the heavy stuff. Well, we talked about this in May. Well, actually, it was early June because we went like seven straight weekends with rain. And the crazy part was the question I always got was, when's the pattern going to change? And my answer was, we've actually gone through three pattern changes in about a, that first two months of the racing season when it sucked. And every single one of them somehow led to us being in the bullseye of heavy rain. The first one, we had moisture coming off the Atlantic Ocean. That's where we had rain from that. And then we transitioned to in May when they were getting the tornadoes in Oklahoma and we got a couple rounds of severe weather here. Our moisture was coming off the Gulf of Mexico. And then we finally thought the pattern was going to change going into June. I was even forecasting like long range. I'm like, June looks good. Like we're going to have some dry weather because we were going to the jet stream north into Canada. Liar. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. And trust me, I went on TV and I'm like, oh, it's looking way better for June. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't work out because usually when we get into what's called Northwest flow where the jet stream goes further north into Canada, that takes the energy with it. And so we won't have as many disturbances that come by. Well, it turns out the the jet stream went north into Canada. And then when it got to the Great Lakes, it jumped south, which we weren't anticipating. We thought it was going to stay north of Lake Superior. So we got, you know, low pressure after low pressure after low pressure. So even through June, it was just So was this an abnormal thing? Very, very abnormal. Like April April 1st through June. It was the wettest stretch ever in Northwest Ohio history, as far as those months are concerned. Well, and, and, the, and the frequency, the Lake Erie levels, uh, all the Great Lake levels are. Yeah, and huge. a lot, a lot of that's tied to Lake Superior. Even though we've had a ton of rain here, Lake Superior right. is at an all-time high. And since that one, you could fit every Great Lake into Lake Superior twice. That's how big Lake Superior. Okay. So when that puppy's high everybody's going to be high. It, it so, just keeps feeding the rest ex- of the Exactly, because it all goes through Lake Erie and then Niagara Falls and out. And so Lake Superior is still high. Lake Erie is going to be high for a couple of years. So I have yeah. I have this idea. And tell me if this is if this would even work theoretically. Uh, okay. Did you have a tinfoil hat on while you did this? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Take all those windmills, those big windmill farms, yeah. mm-hmm. instead of and turn them on so they're fans. Okay, so we're all pointing in the reverse same. energy generation yeah, can here. Can we okay. blow the jet stream <laughs> somewhere else? How many how many of those windmills will it take to do that? Um quite a few. Uh I would, would we think, have to yeah. aim them up though? Well, you would have to, to you would have to aim it up and you'd probably have to put them into oscillating mode, I would think. Yeah, to really mess with the jet stream. <laughs> I have to talk to the windmill people. See you if they can, can do you can that. talk to the guy who thought it was a good idea that in the uh, uh, Great Plains they should build a wall and that would stop tornadoes from developing. Really? You're yeah. kidding me, right? No, there was somebody who like really thought this was a thing. Like, like, like it, how it, big it was, of a wall are we talking? It was like it was like a twenty to thirty foot wall. He thought that would be sufficient, and he like even published a scientific paper on it. And you know, he got laughed out of the room. But it, yeah, another one oh. of those tin hat days. This guy was smart. He was like he was like almost a professor. Like he was a master's degree student in like mathematics, and somebody was yeah, too okay. deep in the books. Yeah. So this weekend was anyway. This past weekend was incredibly hot. Like we went from rain to just bam, full blast furnace. Yeah. Are we, is that going to happen anymore? Are we done with that? Or? We're getting to the time of the year where that's tough. I mean, we're exiting the time of the year where we get 100 degree days. Um, so this weekend it looks hot but it i'm talking like 90 degrees hot i'm not like not more 100 seasonable degrees. hot yeah it's going to be what you would expect and once you go into august and september you're going to get some 90 degree days but your 100 degree days are really hard to come by by that point how's the long-term forecast for for august september looking do you have um, any nothing, idea or? no there's there's no real clear-cut sign um i mean above average just because every month is above average now um it seems like yeah. and so um rain chances 
there's nothing that's glaring. You were asking about what Wednesday at Eldora, or, yeah. Um, there's going to be a cold front that comes in. Looks like it comes in Tuesday. If that thing doesn't clear Ohio and it sits, which is a possibility, Tuesday into Wednesday, that's where your rain chance could come in. But right now, it looks like it'll go south and hang out more towards the Ohio River. But I'll at least say, if that doesn't happen and it hangs out here in northern Ohio, there'll be rain chances for Wednesday. So I can't guarantee dry at this point. And Eldora's big race is Thursday. So okay, how 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 many days in advance can Are you accurate. confidently? say that you know predict the forecast it's not it's not many i think we're i think we're only up to like 94 days in a row yeah we can go out about 94 days really and accurately so like 94 days from now what's the temperature? no not be? really <laughs> <laughs> I'm everybody, pretty, i was looking at everybody in the faces. room was trying to be so polite <laughs> i was looking at everybody's face <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, Wait a minute. I was like i was like maybe he's not understanding the question <laughs> i know you were like i think scott believed you hours. scott had the oh my god really face <laughs> Well, I think AccuWeather does do like a 100-day forecast. They if you do. go on their website, they'll do 100, which is just ridiculous. It's been proven that that forecast is worse than if you took just the like the average on a yearly basis yeah, well, for that. Yeah, the day. old Farmer's Almanac, and you could uh, usually bet against that. Yes, and, and I do. <laughs> so um, how far out can we accurately – it just depends on the weather pattern. Like this week, I was on the air Monday, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to do seven straight days of – Hey, it's sunny today. Hey, guess what it's going to be tomorrow? Sunny. Hey, it's sunny today. Guess what it's going to be tomorrow? Sunny. But that's so, good. We like that. You I'm, gl- just I'm glad a bunch you of do. <laughs> this is what I do. Uh. <laughs> yeah, well, Tuesday was Tuesday was our anniversary. and um, There was a few showers Tuesday yeah, night buddy. there. Yeah, a few rain was, showers on it? Tuesday. So what's, uh, what's our uh, weekend weather pit stop forecast looking like for this weekend? We call this a snoozecast. Okay. That's what I officially call it. We've, we've got the weather hammock in full effect out there at the TV station. Uh, 90 degrees, basically upper 80s Saturday, near 90 on Sunday. A little bit more humid than it's been, but... Not, we not can, worse than last weekend, though. No, no, I just mean this week. Like, this okay. week has just been... Nice. Unreasonably awesome. So recently, okay. <laughs> one, one more silly question. We're kind I of like he- silly questions. We're, we're no, heading yeah. into an active hurricane season. Yeah, is that gonna is that gonna affect us or or what's it, usually it looking do, like? It usually doesn't affect us unless you see a system in the Gulf of Mexico. If you see one out on the Atlantic seaboard, um, typically those don't affect us. Sometimes they do, but it's hard for a lot of that moisture in the system to get across the Appalachian Mountains going the other way. Okay. You've also, got to have back a to that got to make the wall it's bigger. back up to that big <laughs> wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see, he was right. You just need a bigger wall. Son of a... That's right. There's <laughs> never been a hurricanes. tornado near the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> if I carry the one, yeah. So no rain this weekend. Uh, we're looking good. Yeah, we're every, looking good, yeah. Okay. The next chance for rain holds off probably till Tuesday. All so, right. good well, job's pretty easy. Yeah, I like this. Sometimes it's all right, but well, uh, we'll have to get you back for uh, our uh, New Year's Day race. Sandusky weather's usually kind of fun. Is that, that on the ice or what? It's on the track. Well, if it's snowing, <laughs> we race. They race no matter what the weather is. You know, Lake New Year's Erie Day. ice up's pretty good. Yeah, Sandusky, really Sandusky Speedway, New Year's Day. They run a race and have for thirty some years. Called He's won hang- a lot of them. Called the Hangover Race, and it's run. Why is it called that? Because uh, it's the day after New Year's it's Eve. It's just kind of catchy. <laughs> but, Popular uh, with the kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, it's run no matter what weather. There's been you put sleds on the car? It, uh, there's been, I got some video. I'll, now, I'll yeah, no, 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 no. So video. does the track, do they plow the track? 
sort of ish like a little bit well but once the program starts they're not going to stop and plow the track no we've, no no no, no. We've but had beforehand some, like if we, there's a ton of snow out yeah there? we've had and they've actually salted it a couple of times but yeah, i didn't like that oh uh, yeah what does salt do for tires what is it like racing on salt it uh, it just freezes. The it, it melts it, it and just, then it freezes say, again. Yeah, all it, it just does makes, is cause ice. It just yeah. makes anything that's aluminum corrode really well. Oh yeah. Oh. But I, one race uh, that was snowing real bad that afternoon, they started the feature, and there's no there's just wall. Have you been to that? You haven't been to some of these They just have walls on the front stretch and back stretch. There's no walls around the corners. That's fun. So they take the green flag going down the front stretch, and I think one car made the corner. Everybody else just went straight <laughs> off of turn one. Just kept going. Yeah. It was pretty. It's pretty fun to, and you can throw snowballs so who at won? some people. Uh, the car that finished first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was that was several years ago. I was I don't remember. What uh, other What other good weather stories do you have besides uh, changing air conditioning out in the middle of a lightning storm? <laughs> oh, man, I like from this year or from I ever. Don't care. I don't what do you got. Yeah. I don't know, man. Weather, I, I love weather, weather stories. Me, weather gets me all the time. I feel like we're always in a tornado or a thunderstorm or. I was driving the hauler on the way to, man, I think we're on the way to Macon, middle of Illinois, trying to outrun one of those nights where we got rained out at one track, went to another, went to another, and finally busting butt to get to Macon, and um, we were literally watching tornadoes go past us to our right, and it picked the hauler, the bit my, my old white hauler that I had, the one that was all beat up that I right. crashed into a, a bullpen, yeah, that one, it literally picked the hauler up and slid me all the way over into the other lane and set it back down. Talk about scary. You needed a wall. Yeah, we needed yeah, if you had a wall, wall this could have fixed it. <laughs> it, it. Yeah, we needed that wall. And what, where were they trying to put the wall? I, you know, I don't think they had the zoning permit. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, maybe is this what Trump's talking about? Is this for the weather or? It was going to be like a thousand mile long wall. On a, on a more serious note, your forecasts actually do affect how the tracks. Uh, do you know if they're going to cancel or not? Because if oh, you I better say, get more serious, if you about say if it's, it's going to rain, you know, then people are going to make their plans ahead of time. Now they're not going to wait. They'd be like, oh, it's going to rain this weekend. I'm not going to go to the racetrack, mm-hmm. you know. And so then tracks kind of take that into consideration. Sure, you know, not just the track is unraceable. It's like well, and it's so tricky this time yeah. of the year most of the time because this weekend is fine. It's going to be dry, but like let's take last weekend for example. It was right. hotter than hell outside. It was muggy, and you guys know when it's like that. Wherever it does rain, if a shower pops up, you're going to get like four inches of rain, and it's just going to dump. You could go two miles down the road; they don't have a drop, and that's what that makes happens. that's what makes forecasts in the summer so difficult. And it's why meteorologists are always wrong. I mean, we I mean, we are we are. <laughs> that's it's all you get told about perception. Says no meteorologist ever. I like to think I get it right sixty percent of the time, not fifty fifty. But that's why you get paid the big your forecast. Bucks. Yeah, sixty percent chance of getting it right. Sixty percent of the time, I get it right every time. Okay. So who's the who's the meteorologist that takes care of the blue app on my phone that's always wrong? And what blue app? Yeah, the blue one. The, the, the weather, weather channel? channel. Yeah, you need is to that delete you? that. Yeah, get the first He's alert weather. App. First that's where it's at. <laughs> but that doesn't. Do you cover everywhere? Yeah. Really? Yeah, we do. You can get forecasts for anywhere in the country. Now, we generally only send push alerts because we can actually, from the weather center at the TV station, we will send push alerts, and we can actually make them geofenced right there. So if you're out at a racetrack, let's say I know that there's a huge race at Sandusky or something, and I know there's a ton of people out there, we can circle the track, send a push alert, and it says, hey, Sandusky Raceway. Whatever it is, sorry. Uh, did I get it right? Speedway. Speedway. Oh, well, there you go. I can say thunderstorm coming in twenty minutes, and that would mm. be directly from me. So we can do mm. stuff like that. Weather Channel is all computer. It's from a. I'm going to send you all sorts of racetracks next year. Do it. I'm oh. all about it. The the whole hell tour. I'm just going to circle, just circle every track. You're going. To I Michigan? needed lots of warnings. 
You need I, lots of warnings. I needed lots of warnings this year. We got uh, See the problem is so you go out you go out to the Midwest yeah. and do a lot of racing. See what you're running into there it sounds like you're running into what we call a lack M- of a wall. W- lack of a wall. And the Mississippi River doesn't stop it. You hear that from a lot of places? Like people have theories that like uh, uh Toledo's in a valley, so we can't get hit by a certain storm. I hear this all the time. Or no, storms split because split, of the lake. That's right, that's because right. of the high pressure. Yeah, or because yeah. of the lake. Yeah, yeah. That, that's no. not that's, a thing. That's not no. a lake. No, no, no Lake no, no, Michigan no. doesn't affect it at all. Lake Erie. Uh, lake now, Lake no, Michigan, Michigan can affect it in the sense that actually Lake Michigan generally generates more thunderstorms. It actually helps generate thunderstorms because of the lake breezes. That typically actually causes more thunderstorms to develop. Not causes them to split apart and if anything there's instances where we have specific instances where the lake breeze that develops during the day helps a storm produce a tornado that otherwise couldn't have produced a tornado because of the te- the temperature differences from the lake to the yeah, land. Yeah, I heard, uh, heard your, one of your cohorts talking about that the other day with yeah. the, the storms coming Yeah, through. on that Sunday, was, in be... Southern Wood County, there was a tornado warning, and that was a storm that interacted. The lake breeze was crashing south because the wind turned out of the northeast. That thing had no business spinning in any way, shape, or form. As soon as we could see it on radar, it hit the lake breeze. This storm came at it from the southwest. As soon as it hit that, we could see on radar, it started to spin. It only spun for about five minutes. So as soon as the storm clockwise crossed... clockwise or counterclockwise? Most storms spin counterclockwise so but it's not like all, a little race yeah so it's a little race you get a little dizzy <laughs> um not all tornadoes go counterclockwise though Wait, one tornadoes, south of the equator tornadoes turn different directions mm-hmm. only they in australia different directions that's right it's like the toilet, <laughs> it's <laughs> like the toilet. <laughs> that's a myth by the way but um because well, <laughs> that they spin the other way uh the coriolis force is what causes the curvature of the Earth, that's what causes a motion like the tornado to spin clockwise or counterclockwise. Typically in the northern hemisphere, things will spin counterclockwise. But a tornado is on such a small scale that the curvature of the Earth doesn't mess with it. And so the left hand turn Anyway, so one in every ten tornadoes typically spins clockwise instead of counterclockwise. Huh. So He's way go. more interesting. Why didn't we just have him on? Why did I have to talk? Meanwhile, I'm looking at the Facebook Live numbers going, do, do, do. You have uh, a podcast uh, that... Off the that, radar. Yeah. yeah, we started. We just started it back up this week, actually. Yeah, we, okay. yeah, we, geek, we, we geek out over that. We talking about putting it on uh, iHeartRadio. Yeah, got, that'd got be pretty cool. an email about that. So. That'd make us a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So we just go over there, we geek out. We're trying to do all sorts of new stuff on there. But, um, but that's about weather. You guys don't talk about racing. Oh, we could. (laughs) Why not? I'm just excited. I get to go to, when I go out to St. Louis next time, all my buddies out there think that the Mississippi River is like magical. No, 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 no. I can't wait to tell them, like, you're wrong. You're wrong, (laughs) Colonel Sanders. (laughs) (laughs) Makes good chicken. But uh, I worked, so uh, I worked in Quincy, Illinois. That was my first station that I worked at. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) No, shout out Hannibal Quincy. Um, so the Mississippi River, there were people that thought like the bluffs at Quincy would make a storm split and like break apart. Like it's, it's one of the most incorrect things ever because I actually have an instance of when I was storm chasing out there where a storm was doing nothing. I went out storm chasing. It was a little storm. I thought, what the heck? I had some time off. It caught up to the Mississippi River and was crossing it. And because it was super muggy, I actually saw the storm develop and get stronger as it was crossing the Mississippi River and then went to the other side in Illinois. So if anything, again, there's times where rivers and stuff actually intensify storms. Now, Rusty's really interested in your app. Uh, The Summer Nationals, which Rusty ran 
all the races that were run this year, mm-hmm. is uh, usually 28 or so races over the course of a month. So they're going from town to town to town. You do 28 races in a month? Yes. That's called the Hell 20, Tour. It's called, they call it the Summer Nationals the Hell Tour. What the wrong with you? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like three or four, I think it was almost 4,000 miles Where do you, like, where's the furthest you go? Iowa. Uh, Iowa. Yeah, we race like Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, um, Wisconsin, Illinois, Tennessee. Ken- no, we don't go to Kentucky at all, do we? No, we don't. Paducah canceled, so they don't do Kentucky anymore. Missouri, Iowa. Wow. All Midwest over, stuff. Over a month. Over 28 tracks and 30 How exciting days. are the interstates? We only ran 18 this year because of the weather. Because of the rain? It sounded like, too, what you were talking about last year, where you went from racetrack to racetrack trying to get a race in, you're probably getting chased by one of those big thunderstorm complexes. They're called MCSs. You can't like you're not going to outrun most of those, by the way. Just so you know, so you might as well just you might as well just give up just once it starts up. happening. We raced so that night. If you see, if you see, well, good. But if you see a huge line developing like that um, on radar, like let's say let's say you're at Quincy and you look north into Iowa and you see like one of those huge bow echo lines of storms that goes from like Dubuque all the way to Kansas City, sort of things. Look at where the hottest temperatures are on the map. Like if you see. The hottest temperatures are up towards Chicago and Wisconsin. It's going to gravitate going that way, just so you know. <laughs> if it's down towards like St. Louis <laughs> and Missouri, it's going to generally gravitate. Now, it's not you know a set rule, but typically those thunderstorm complexes, they need more energy to sustain themselves, and they'll go into the most unstable air, and generally the most unstable air is where it's hottest at. <laughs> so they tend to dive south. So what you're so. saying is heat is a storm magnet. Absolutely. Well, it's it's what I mean. Every storm eats. I think of a storm as an animal, it's like Pac-Man. Yeah, well, I miss Pac-Man. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not sure though, because <laughs> racetracks should attract a whole lot of rain because there's a huge amount of instability around racetracks. Oh, oh. Speaking that's of which, I don't think we're talking about the people, like. Ron. <laughs> so there's this theory. I thought you were going to talk about all the hot air around them. <laughs> so there's this theory that uh, Daryl Waltrip and other people have that uh, there's this thing called the racing vortex where you get the cars going around the track. It creates a vortex, which keeps the... Uh, this is not the, a real thing, right? It, oh, it's, it's a real, real thing. thing. It's a real thing. I'm asking you whether it has any... That's anyway. one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. <laughs> Sorry, I respect Daryl Waltrip, but that's stupid. <laughs> if you, in 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 his defense, I can honestly say mm-hmm. I have never been rained out while the cars were under green flag. Every time I get rained out of the track, if it rains on me uh-huh. while we're racing, it's always under a yellow flag. We're always under caution. Where the, the vortex is. All right, then I'm an idiot. It's right. Okay. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> you heard it. You heard it here. You heard it here. Let's wall. publish this. Let's do it. <laughs> vortex. Uh, Racing vortex is. I have been. I've out? been fogged out before. Why don't you just turn the low beams on? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Seems pretty easy. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is so far the longest uh, hammer down race report we've ever had. Now, if there's anything wrong with that, did you want to ask Rusty about the track thing, or can we wrap up track thing? No, no, no. Obviously, last weekend was hot and a lot of sunshine, a <laughs> lot of wind. Um, track conditions couldn't possibly be any good. Did you notice that, uh, That remember you had your little diagram? Did You didn't yep. watch last week's show. He had a little visual diagram, which was great for the people listening on iHeartRadio, but uh, <laughs> uh, about pushing the tires out five feet. Did you uh, notice they were pushed out? A bit. They, they could have been out a little farther, okay. but... They need to push the track out, Ron, not the tires. Yeah. Uh, see, hold on. I'm gonna draw a diagram. I need a piece of paper. <laughs> can, I, can, I make, can I make, can I make a these? diagram I'm request for next guys. week? I want, I want that vortex. This, thing. this <laughs> is the problem with our current race. The problem Here's is the, the marker. Pen. Yeah, get the, the marker. Is there the you go. Dang pen. <laughs> we're not known for our pens. This is what we're racing on right now, Ron. 
That kind of looks like Rob's diagram. It is. Our tires are right here. Rusty, if, this if week he, they if, were out here, so we're actually the bottom is more. It's going to make it faster because there's more banking. What needs to happen is we need to go back to the racetrack that was like that. Rusty, if you if you walk the racetrack, you'll see that the bottom part where the poles are is actually off camber, the other direction, and it it, it holds water. There we go. Yep. Keep, keep see it. You can see that it's it's almost like what what we had last week. But, it is uh, very similar, except for he did not draw the light pole that looked like it was on fire. That's right. Well, that, I told <laughs> did Dan Gearing get a hold of it. I, I told you the light. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. The <laughs> light, you, Dan. The light wasn't on fire. They had changed to LEDs, and they were much Speaking brighter. Speaking of which, the speakers did kind of catch on fire last week. Yeah, with the they PA did. System, but that's another story. So, but, but we couldn't hear the announcer, so it was okay. I just want to know where all the progressive banking went. Like, why did we have to push the banking down the racetrack? When did that happen? Did it just erode down the racetrack? Yeah, because everybody's running down there in that off-camber area that holds water. Rusty, last week, or, or during the Summer Nationals, everybody said, oh, the track rubbered up, the track rubbered up. I'm here to tell you that the bottom five feet, I walked the track with the dogs oh, it was Sunday water. morning. You could kick your heel, no, not not last week, the the Saturday of the birthday yeah, race. Yeah, no, it was, there was water. It was wet yeah. down there. Yeah. When we, I, walked, when we went out there for the feature, it was like the bottom five feet of the racetrack was moist, like it was yep. wet. And and it maintained that moisture. It was still there Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. For uh, dirt track novices, wet is where the traction is. Why are is. you looking at me? That's where the traction is. But it did rubber tracks. The straightaways rubbered up, and, and maybe outside of that five feet where the right side tires yeah. were running may have rubbered up. But I'm I here was, to tell you that all the drive was in that bottom five feet of the racetrack in the corners. I couldn't get there. If I honestly, You could have, but... You chose not to. Well, I was up there on that flat part trying to find some moisture on that end of yeah, the track. Yeah, sure wasn't there. I sold a lot more T-shirts running up there than I did running around the bottom. Yeah, I probably sold some <laughs> tires, too. <laughs> uh, Dave said that the uh, truck race hit from Eldora is on FS1 next week, and uh, Mark on uh, Facebook said that he he uses the TOL uh, 11 weather app mm -hmm. down in that's Marion. Where it, that's where it's at, see? That's what we do. We have a we have a even ton though of they people, get Columbus stations, we've got a ton of people in the Cincinnati area that actually use it and stuff. People from all over the country, we can track a little bit of it. And like especially in the winter, we know that a lot of people use it from Florida, like the snowbirds. My favorite part is that anytime there's an update video that you guys do, yeah. I have the default sound and it's really loud and it sounds like uh, uh, a tornado warning or an air raid is like this. The, 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 we try to scare you a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> it wait, hold on, you didn't hear the sound. Do it again. That, that was it. <laughs> you, have to, you have to listen to the podcast. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So, all right. Cleaning lady just walked by. She wants to go home. Mark's, <laughs> Mark, Mark says it's time to stop. So we're going to wrap things up. Rusty, uh, thanks for coming in. Good luck this thanks weekend at the, the Barney and uh, I-96 tomorrow. Just a regular show at I-96? Yeah, 1500. I think 15. it's just a regular night. Okay. That's not bad. You could get uh, 15. That'd be 7,000. 7, yeah. $7,000 uh, weekend. It'd be a nice payday. But uh, win number 200. Good luck on That's that. That's the most important uh, part. I got T-shirts waiting to sell, and I can't sell them until I get to 200. So, be nice to have a, another nice trophy to go along with 200. It would definitely be nice. Uh, yeah, the the Barney Oldfield trophy is uh, 
Mine's, last... bigger, mine's bigger than yours. <laughs> and Steve Kester won that. Steve... <laughs> <laughs> if we're getting into hey this now, conversation, it is I'm going to ask Candy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be doing that. He's going to get his crew and come seek you out. <laughs> Kathy will um, tell me the truth. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely taking a turn for the worse. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what have you gotten me into? <laughs> I don't. I forgot what. Oh, uh, Steve Kessler, last year's winner of the Barney. So uh, you know, locals. I, I think I, I I saw a message from Zach Dome who actually was considering coming, but he had uh, his primary engine is not working, so he's got a crate late model. He was ta- thinking about bringing. Really? Yeah. Well, if it rubbers up, so uh, he it's possible but he when Zach Dome, the winner of the birthday race last last year, actually the both races last year. So it'd be cool to see him if he could be up it, there. But no, it won't. That would it be truly be cool. that'd be truly embarrassing. <laughs> to I love Zach, but I, t- I told him I'm like, listen, I don't come over to West Virginia and pick on you at your dang home track. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, think of how demoralizing it'd be to get whooped on by a crate car, right? Oh, my my kid out qualified me at the summer nationals with his crate car. Yeah, so that hurt the ego a little bit. Ryan, thanks for coming in. Uh, yeah. and thank you for doing the forecast for us each week, and we appreciate. We'll try and make it, was, it better. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we like that. You know, we kind of. I had to wait for the spring rains you. to be over to come visit. That, I didn't feel like getting jumped when I got here. Yeah, <laughs> didn't want to get lynched. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes sense. All right. So next week uh, we will be back in action. It's this one. Nope, it's this one. There we go. There next, we are. Next week we'll be back in action. Seven o'clock. Don't forget DVR the Eldora race. It'll be on Fox Sports One. Uh, they won't get to the good stuff. So I don't think the feature starts till like 9 or 9.30 anyway. So. If it's like this week, we may be gone, and we yeah. may still be going on. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Rusty will be here next week because he's going to be doing the commentary <laughs> for that, he said. So. Uh, in the meantime, don't forget to sign up for our Hammerdown Racing Report Dirty 30 at Sandusky Speedway, October 3rd. Uh, details at HammerdownRacingReport.com. Fill out the uh, form, and we'll add you to the list there. We're no. still trying to get Kenny Wallace. Kenny Wallace. Michael Waltrip. Wait, on here? On the no, show. No, no, no. For, right, the, the for the Dirty 30. Oh, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Michael gotcha. Waltrip's uh, raced, or uh, was supposed to race in the Vorse uh, Compact Series at Sharon Speedway this past mm-hmm. weekend. I talked, talk to, I talked to Matt Kraft, and it definitely got his attention. Hmm. Well, they're, uh, so you, is it UMP Mods? No, no, Not no. Not the Dirty no. 30. The oh. Dirty 30 is late models. Um, Bombers, trucks. Wait, so what do you, what's, Kenny, Kenny don't have a late model. I'm confused uh, right now. He could get one. Oh. Working on it. Gotcha. He just raced a pavement a, a late comp- model up in Canada. And, and a compact, or was supposed to run a compact. Wait, no, that was Kenny Schrader, I think. Yeah, okay. Uh, Schrader right. probably does We're have done. a dirt late I'm model. sure Schrader's got one. We're huh? going home. Thanks uh, again to Rusty Slink, uh, Ryan Weekman, Ryan Miller, Dez, Scott Kathy, Hammer, Danny. I'm Scott Hammer. We'll see you next week, uh, 7 o'clock. Uh, don't forget, listen to us on iHeartRadio. We've broken all of our records. Podcasting platform. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're out. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio.